As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey everyone, I'm Christina Garibaldi. Welcome to our podcast, The Wellness Academy, CBD and Essential Oils. Brought to you by our partners at Forest Remedies, where we will give you everything you need to know about CBD and essential oils, and we'll uncover everything you need to know about cannabis oil, including what it is, its benefits and uses, and why it has become so popular in recent years. Welcome to our fourth installment of the Wellness Academy, CBD and Essential Oils. Joining me again today is our expert, Dr. Graham Wood and Michael Camarada. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Now, as always, we are going to continue our mission to get one million people to go natural in 2020. And this podcast may just be the reason to do it. Now, we are getting very scientific in this episode, right, Dr. Graham? Yeah, this is the exciting one for me. Yes. (laughs) All right. So let's dive right, right in. So... I'm going to say this correctly. What is your endocannabinoid? No, I screwed it up. <laughs> what is your endocannabinoid? You say it. Endocannabinoid. Endocannabinoid. What? So it's not endo. <laughs> so what is that? Break it down for us. So it's it's the system that's uh, in our bodies. That that's what the cannabinoids act on. So. It, it was actually only found recently. So for, for years, I mean, people have been consuming uh, cannabis uh, in, I mean, all different forms and uh, experiencing, obviously, if it's THC, experiencing the highs from it. If it's more of a, just a CBD type product, experiencing, you don't, you don't feel the highs, but I mean, obviously getting, getting the benefits of it. And people didn't really know what it was acting on. Uh, and then they f- eventually found that there was uh, two main receptors that are in in your brain as well as throughout your body uh, that these cannabinoids uh, will work on. And as we've talked about in other episodes, about sixty plus cannabinoids in in cannabis or, or hemp plants, um, and each of them act on. So there's the two main receptors. Each of them act will kind of in different ways. Um, and interesting, something like cannabidiol actually doesn't bind directly to the receptors, but it changes how the receptors work. Uh, so if you if you have THC going on onto the receptor, you put in cannabidiol, it actually makes THC kind of interact less with it and produce less of a, an effect, as well as they interact with with other systems. And you kind of put that all together, and that's that's your endocannabinoid system. And I actually forgot one important point. There's actually <clears throat> there's actually neurotransmitters that your body releases to act on the endocannabinoid system. So it's not this it's not there waiting for you to consume uh, hemp. 
it's it's a part of the natural process that controls a lot of uh, very important in memory, which is why you, you take a product with THC, you do get a short-term memory deficit because of the endocannabinoid system in your hippocampus is impairing the, the formation of memories. Got it. Okay, so then what is phytocannabinoids? I said that one right? Yeah. Yes. So, so I mean, I guess these, so endo means it's, I guess, inside. So it's the, the cannabinoid system inside us. Uh, and phyto is just plant. So it's the cannabinoids from plants. So all we've been talking about, the THC, cannabidiol, um, all the, the different cannabinoids um, from the plant are phytocannabinoids. Got it. Okay. So then what are the omega-3s? So omega-3s, now we're jumping. Now we're jumping. <clears throat> so, um, I mean, in one way, they're both they're both uh, lipids. They're both fat-based based molecules. They won't, You can't put them in water. They're not going to dissolve. But they are definitely very different. So now... Uh, omega-3s are, I mean, every cell in your body is is full of different omega-3s. It's, it's a fatty acid that, I mean, helps form the cell membranes. It, but it also works as um, almost as like a signaling type molecule uh, in, in the brain as well. And it has, I mean, definitely some very good uh, heart benefits. I mean, there's a uh, lot of good studies looking at how it can lower blood pressure when you, you consume more. And and it, it's something that's just present in our diets that we need to consume to have. Our bodies can't just create these uh, by themselves. Um, so we do need to eat them. And interestingly is actually the uh, omega-3s and omega they actually work on the cannabinoid system, as well, the endocannabinoid system as well. Um, so they're, they're definitely two interrelated systems. And most common what you think of of omega-3s in terms of foods would be like the high, the fatty fishes, uh, like a, a salmon, a, a tuna, as well as uh, like uh, some of the seeds, like flaxseed is, mm-hmm. is very high with the... So then how does CBD and omegas kind of work together then? So it's really interesting. They, <clears throat> they work on some of the systems, they work exactly the same way. And other systems, they, they work on kind of the same pathway, but or I guess to the same result. So inflammation is a good example where they both act on the inflammatory pathway. In some ways, it's really hitting the same thing. In other ways, it's they're having the same net result, but going about it a different way. So they kind of act, uh, so instead of like a, it's a one plus one equals two, it's kind of a one plus one maybe equals three or four. It's a synergistic effect of, of working together. Mm-hmm. Now, do all CBD products contain phytocannabinoids, omega-3, endocannabinoids, does it all kind of work together? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all, ha- all uh, cannabis products will have uh, cannabinoids mm-hmm. to an extent. So, I mean, there are some hemp plants that the ones that actually almost looks like bamboo, really tall and fibrous. That's what when they make. They used to make ropes for, for centuries. And now you can get T-shirts, you can get all sorts of hemp paper. Those are the tall fibers ones. They do have a, a tiny amount of cannabinoids or a very small amount. Um, and then what we're more used to today, uh, when you, you think about the consumption of like a, a hemp extract, uh, it's the cannabis plant. I mean, it looks exactly like the marijuana plant. And all the difference is, is the is the THC level. So that's that's your phytocannabinoids. And then your omega-3s is... It's a totally, I guess, a different thing that's we get again. It's, it's from something that that we we consume, but it's a very a very different type molecule, and it works in a very some same but some different ways. And then endocannabinoids is that that's just the the system in your brain that these are uh, 
that these are acting on. And like I said, they're acting on other systems uh, as well. Mm-hmm. So what do they do? Like when it attaches to it, what happens? Well, it depends. Uh, it, it definitely depends on which one. I mean, so THC is probably the easiest. So THC binds to uh, the the receptor called CB1 and it activates that receptor. And then from there, it's, it's kind of like any other neurotransmitter, dopamine, serotonin. There, like a whole cascade of, of things happen. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, then CBD kind of interacts with those receptors more indirectly than changing how, how that THC has, has affected that receptor. But they're basically, I mean, they're, I mean, in essence, they're acting, it's like a neurotransmitter system and they're acting up, modulating how that, that system is working. Because I've heard like if you, if you went out and you were drinking and you had CBD, it protects your endocannabinoid system from, brain, from cell damage. Is that correct? So if you look in, I mean, there's been a decent, I mean, they're looking, I think we've talked about this in, in other episodes. I mean, they're, they're researching CBD and all the cannabinoids for a huge range of things. One of the things that there is evidence for, especially in when you look in cell-based assays, is that, yeah, there is some neuroprotective uh, properties of, of CBD. Is there any evidence showing that exactly what you're saying is that, I, I, not that I'm aware of at this point, but in like kind of a, when you look at the cells, how it acts on the cells, it's suggesting it. And obviously, I mean, it's that's a bit away from what you're you're kind of going towards, but there's the potential. It, it does look like it is helping. It is a neuroprotective and helps uh, protect, which is why they're kind of, they're looking also in, in Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, looking at, at CBD to see if it truly is neuroprotective, could it help in these other conditions? And what's the research on that so far? It's preliminary. It's preliminary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Work in progress. Now, are omega-3s and fatty acids, are they all the same in everybody? Yeah, so we all have, um, we'll all have the same type of omega threes. There are there are different versions of omega threes, but we all have have those different versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, endocannabinoid system, we all we all have it, unless for some reason one of us would have a, a mutation that we don't. Which, not sure if you can survive without it. <laughs> um, but yeah, our systems will be slightly different. Like, I mean, when we've talked previously about uh, what dose should you take. All our endocannabinoid systems, the sensitivities are going to be a little different. So there, it's not just one, it's all exactly the same. It's like with everything, all our, mm-hmm. um, we all have our, our differences and it makes our, our differences in personality or differences in, in health. And it's all related to those, those minor differences. Yeah. There's lots of facts to learn about CBD and CBD products, so I wanted to let you know that if you head on over to www.forestremedies.com, you can learn everything you need to know about CBD essentials. Now, one of my favorite products is the Hemp Extract Soothing Balm. Soothe the moisturized, dry, cracked, or irritated skin with this all-natural hemp-infused balm. And right now, if you use the code RELAX at checkout on any of the products of your choice, you will receive 15% off. Again, that's code RELAX, R-E-L-A-X, at www.forestremedies.com. Now, what are the terpenes? Is that correct? Terpenes. Terpenes. What are the terpenes? So terpenes is so another... you have to explain everything for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm brand new to it, so you got to explain it all. So terpenes are a... Uh, it's. I mean, it's part of, uh, it's in the, the hemp plants, actually in a lot of different plants. Um, they're molecules, they're thought of actually that they're kind of like a, a natural pesticide. Um, 
that are that are in the in the plants. Um, also, some people think because they <clears throat> we we know everyone knows the terpenes well from their smell mm-hmm. because that's that's what gives cannabis a smell. That's what. Uh, a pine tree will give it smell. Those, those are those are terpenes. Well, what do you mean pesticides? Because they actually. So if you you put terpenes, and you can actually kill. You can kill uh, bacteria. You can kill. So not like pesticides, like you're trying to stay away from because you don't want to cause additional issues. Pesticides actually clean. It's a na- It's the plant's version of. It's their protective system to help like them exactly like mm-hmm. a shield. That's why it's a natural pesticide. Okay, so making sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so the terpenes is really what what gives cannabis its smell because they're volatile compounds. So I mean, they they get released uh, into the air, uh, and that's why when you I mean, different uh, strains of cannabis uh, will have different tastes and different flavors, and that's really comes comes down to the the terpenes. Some people don't like the taste of it, mm-hmm. um, so then. Like a full spectrum product we've talked about before that has all the cannabinoids that are in there, pretty much all the terpenes. Mm-hmm. So people who don't like that will go to maybe a broad spectrum product where they you distill away and you, you so you extract. Yeah, you concentrate okay. the cannabinoids and you get rid of some of the get some of the terpenes, and then the kind of the smell and the the taste goes down a bit. Okay, so that kind of affects, like you said, the the smell, the taste, and. Yeah, like and it. the act, it does affect the activity too. Oh, I mean, it does. Okay. I mean, as, as Michael's talked about, I mean, he much prefers a full spectrum product, and myself as well. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, I've taken uh, uh, hemp extracts uh, quite a number of times for, I mean, for after a really big workout, mm-hmm. or, um, and uh, I definitely prefer um, the um, a full spectrum. Mm-hmm. But it does you do you do taste. There are some products where they can they mask it quite well, right? Um, and obviously, if you take a capsule, you don't you don't taste it. Um, but uh, yeah, some people just don't don't like that uh, mm-hmm. that taste. Right. What if you took it all out, or does that totally defeat the purpose? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd go. <clears throat> it doesn't defeat the purpose, right. but I mean, the the research is suggesting that it's it's better. The I mean, to have the to maximize that entourage effect of them all working together, um, the phytocannabinoids plus plus the terpenes. Um, but they're still very good products that uh, have most of the terpenes have been eliminated. Yeah, definitely. Now, how does the science behind CBD mix with the science behind products? Like, does it gel together? Yeah, I think the, the, the re- is another area where the research is, is really is growing. But when you look at, at how it's, I mean, we can see how it's working in cell-based assays. We see how it's working in animals. There's a lot of good clinical studies out there showing, showing the benefits. And I mean, you think of something like, uh, like inflammation, I mean, there's definitely a benefit of, of I mean, you have a, a skin and care product that is, has, has something in it that might help reduce inflammation or, uh, or <clears throat> a toothpaste that has it in it. And I mean, if, if you've maybe inflamed gums from, from something, uh, it can help. So it, it definitely makes, it makes sense, but the, the research has to continue. We, we need to keep studying to see which there's going to be ones where it doesn't really make sense and there'll be others where uh, it's the it's a perfect combination and uh, we just have to keep the keep the testing going and really figure out what's yeah. working what's not I mean how will you know I mean do you know how you're going to react when you take this or is it just kind of like like you say start with small small doses and then see how it goes yeah you definitely I mean I we probably say this on every episode. I, at least I hope we do. <laughs> consult your physician first. Um, but yeah, start. You start low after talking with your physician, and then work your way up. And 
I mean, in terms of how you react, I mean, I've never, I've never heard of an allergy. So I mean, I've never heard of uh, someone having an allergy to, uh, um, I mean, to cannabinoids is very, usually what gives you an allergy is actually things that are quite big. Cannabinoids mm-hmm. are quite small. So it's, it'd be unlike, but there definitely will be stuff in hemp that people can be, I mean, I, I have ragweed allergy. Um, so I, there could be people who actually have uh, allergies uh, to hemp. I've, I've I haven't heard of, of, of people who are allergic to mm-hmm. it. Um, Do you think it's because it's so natural that people aren't really allergic to it? But I guess there's... No, there's a lot. A lot of natural things <laughs> that you can be allergic uh, to, yeah. Yeah, the ragweed that messes me up every hour. Is that a strain or is that like something inside their weed? Ragweed. Uh, it's, it's, it's the pollen. So it's the pollen from the ragweed that gets... Just like people have grass allergies, uh, they have tree pollen allergies... Uh, so it's, but what is ragweed? Like, is that like a strand, a type? Like, oh, it's a type of, uh, basically, it's a type of weed. It's like a, a long grass that's. I, mean, I don't. Maybe they don't have it down in Florida. <laughs> up in is my, that like the the cheap weed? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not that it's not type, that of, type weed. of weed. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand. You can, you, you're welcome to try smoking it. <laughs> don't know what it's gonna do. Yeah. Do we I just kn- didn't know if it was a strand. Like, yeah. you're confusing me. Oh, oh, no, no, sorry. But, no. Is there research as to why some people would not be allergic to this? Is that part of the next research process? No, I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, because people don't seem to be, I mm-hmm. mean, I don't think there's been a lot of focus on why why, why there isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was a lot of allergies, then it, it definitely would, would be a concern. Right, definitely. So what should people take away from all this information in layman's terms? Uh, that's a very good question. So, <laughs> I mean, I think the, the key is you don't need to, everything I've just described, the truth is you don't need to know any of that. As long as you can say CBD, uh, as long as you can read the labels and make sure what you're buying actually has that amount of CBD, all this wonderful science stuff, which I find very exciting, it, it doesn't, um, the average consumer doesn't need to know this. Right. Um, they need us like doing the research to look on to see the recommended some recommended doses for which condition you're trying to look at like yeah that type of research but i mean understanding the endocannabinoid system is is not needed yeah well it's good to it's good to know for trivia night maybe <laughs> well, i think i learned don't smoke waggery um, the endocannabinoid system could protect brain cells mm-hmm. and uh if you're drinking you probably should have it before not after mm-hmm. um those are things I took That's away. From yeah, you. So, so I don't want to dumb you down, but sorry. And but, I can't pronunciate any of these words. Not, clearly, neither can I. <laughs> I, I hope and I no haven't. Cannabinoid. I hope I haven't offended ragweed smokers out there. But <laughs> see, I knew it was a strand. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much. As always, we definitely learned a lot this episode. Now we got a little scientific in this episode, of course, but that's important because there's a lot to know. Now, everyone should absolutely stick around because we have many more episodes in this series where we will dive into more specific topics about CBD. Don't forget to go to www.forestremedies.com to pick up all your favorite CBD products and subscribe to the show to keep learning more about CBD and its incredible health benefits.